Welcome to Real Paranormal Activity, the network. Entertainment you'll enjoy. You are listening to an RPA production, where people gather. Ladies and gentlemen, RPA is proud to present Aaron's Horror Show with Aaron Frail. Hi, I'm Orlando Eastwood, director of On the Road, The Search for Bigfoot, and you're listening to Aaron's Horror Show. You are listening to Aaron's Horror Show, and I'm your host, Aaron Frail. We get to read fiction on the show and talk about some movies, books, you name it. If you like what I do here, please consider supporting the show at patreon.com forward slash Aaron Frail. You'll get some books and other cool stuff for your support. Go ahead and also reach out to me at Aaron's Horror Show at gmail.com, Aaron Horror Show on Twitter, or Aaron's Horror Show on Facebook. Thank you so much for listening and enjoy. Welcome to Aaron's Horror Show, and I'm your host, Aaron Frail. All right, I'm going to go ahead and try something new. I'm going to go ahead and talk about a movie right after I saw it. Like, literally, I just watched this thing, and now I'm going to go ahead and talk about it. So no scripting, no thinking about it, no mauling it over. That's what I usually do, you know? I, I, my, my process is that I usually think about it, kind of, you know, decide what I want to say. If I had more time, I'd actually write out a script for it. Uh, unfortunately, I don't have time to write out a script for for movie reviews, so I just, you know, <laughs> think about it, mull it over, and then, and then go off the cuff when I record. Uh, today, I'm just going to go ahead and just do it. I saw the movie, now I'm going to record. Okay, so, uh, The Colony on Netflix. The Colony. Go ahead and watch it. Right now. Because I'll spoil it. You watched it? Alright, good. Okay, so... <laughs> the reason I want to go ahead and, and, and do this... Because I, I I had a lot of interesting first impressions. Like, like it, you know, it's kind of like Waterworld. Uh, you know, <laughs> with Kevin Costner. Uh <laughs> Yeah, I, I know. <laughs> Waterworld was a funny movie, but but you know the the idea in in Waterworld the entire Earth was an ocean. In this, they kind of did something a little different. It was kind of a pseudo ocean. So the the interesting part was you know uh, so you know the the premise of the movie is the Earth is a you know uh, an apocalypse wasteland and. And so all the rich people go off to a, a world called Kepler 209, 206 to something, blah, blah, blah. It was probably the area code where the writer lived or his address in college or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, like, like whatever to something. Uh, <laughs> that's where humans are living. And uh, the Earth they just kind of left behind. So they send these missions back. Uh, called Ulysses, Ulysses 1, and then Ulysses 2, which is the one that we're watching. Uh, 
uh, you know, and, 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 uh, anyways, the, the, the planet for some inexplicable reason is now in this weird cycle where it, uh, you know, floods like, like ocean type of floods, you know, so it, so it, 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 <laughs> it floods and then the tides go back and then it's sort of like this, like flat wetlands. So, you know, like, like the like the idea behind this is that like like essentially the the surface is is water some of the time and like kind of <laughs> like the ocean bed if you drained all the water the the rest of the time and so you know for some of the day it's it's you know when the high tide is here it's totally underwater when the <laughs> tide is not there, it, it, you know, you could actually walk across the surface and see all the jellyfish that have get, got, you know, gotten beached and the, the sea life and stuff like that. So that's kind of the premise of it, which, you know, is interesting. Like, I, I will give them that. That is kind of a fascinating concept, but there was a tragic flaw in it. So, you know, the idea is that you know, the technological humans, they flew off to this other world and then they're sending, you know, stuff back to Earth to uh, see if it's habitable again. This is like a hundred years after the apocalypse or something. And, 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 and uh, you know, they're sending stuff back and, and like the humans that are there are living in these like nomadic lifestyle, right? So they have these like boats that, that get beached when the tides go out and then they walk around the surface, and then when the tides come in, they sit on the boat and and you know drift on the on the water, which which <laughs> is kind of funny when you think about it because how long can they really sustain that? Like at this point, it's like a hundred or two hundred years later. Like I don't know how long that could sustain. Like like literally when you think about it, at one at one point they're on an old military vessel. Other point, they're on, like, little rafts made of wood, and, you know, you gotta think, like, even well-lacquered wood or, or wood that's really been treated to, to resist the ocean, it's still gonna degrade, right? Same, same with metal, like, <laughs> metal rusts and and wood rots, and, <laughs> you know, so hundreds of years in the future, I don't know if there would be humans left on this planet, right? Like, like... Like, for a while, sure, people could survive on floating rafts and stuff like that, but without the ability to repair or make new rafts, like, how, how would they survive? You know what I mean? Like, like, like that's, that was the sort of tragic flaw of, of the colony in the sense that, that, uh, like, it was the same tragic flaw of water, of water world, right? Like, you know, like... If you think about it, like, sure, an oil tanker floating on the ocean, but if you have no way to repair things, eventually that oil tanker is going to sink, right? You know, eventually the something's going to wear out. You can't repair something. You don't have the materials to fix it. Like, what are you going to do? You know, so, so, you know, in, in this like post-apocalyptic world where people are living in a world that is a, uh, uh, you know, a, a, a flat plane of, of a drained ocean one minute and then an ocean the next, like, how can they really, like, survive, right? Like, like, logically thinking, 
Like, I, I don't know if they would after a while. Like, like there has to be an island somewhere where they can get new wood to replace the wood that's rotted. Or or they can ore new metal to replace the <laughs> the metal that's rusted, you know. Uh, so yeah, you know they're 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 missing on sort of, sort of key components, which is funny because you know, like like I could go with it in the sense that uh, not a lot of time has passed, right? Like if it was like three thousand years in the future, like okay, yeah, all the wood would have rotted by now, all the <laughs> all the uh, metal would have <laughs> rusted, you know, like I like three thousand years, like I couldn't do, but they were doing a couple hundred, so I could, I could go with that, right? So I could go with the the fact that they're still like old navy vessels that people are living on and 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 have rafts of, of made of wood you know or something like that like like I, I i i can go with that in in the way the context that they had but the problem is is like in the end of the movie uh they decide that what's best for humanity is that uh you know the the people that have uh reclaimed earth that are living on earth should inherit earth right which is is good like 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 sure that's that's their homeland but at the same point in time like (laughs) if there's no way to create you know grow new trees or (laughs) or uh (laughs) you know uh and they and they did make a big point of that right they they said that trees don't grow on the on on the world that they are on in Kepler two or whatever, you know. The only way to grow trees is to build this, you know, little colony thing where they dam the ocean and then use it as hydropower and then start growing trees. Like, like that totally makes sense. But you know, in, in the world where like, oh yeah, that plan is like crappy. You're you're manipulating the natural land, man. Uh, <laughs> You know, at that point, I think some manipulation is necessary just to survive, right? Because, like, if you don't build this colony where they can grow trees, like, what happens when all the wood rots? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like the rats are great, but, <laughs> like, you gotta be able to have an island or something to make rafts, right? So, so if there are some islands left on Earth, cool, then they can live off the land, make the rafts live, <laughs> you know, with the with the land. I, I'm totally fine with that, but it, it was weirdly established that this was it, you know? <laughs> like, like, find a way to dam off the ocean from flooding the place and, and use that to make power and to grow trees and all that, or live in this weird world where <laughs> the ocean drains away. And then refills itself. And, and, you know, I guess the other thing that they did was say this was only a pocket of the world they were looking at, right? This was just this one area, which was far away from human civilization, you know? And then they're like, well, good. It's good that it's far away because humans, like, totally screwed up the planet, you know? Which, good. Yeah, no, that's fine. But (laughs) they need land, right? Like, like, that's the interesting thing about humans is we need land, right? We need to be able to live on land. Like, land is where we live, you know? Like, <laughs> like in, in, in the world of water world, if there was no land, <laughs> then eventually all the stuff we were living on would, would rot away or rust or something, you know? Like, like 
same thing in this world. Like, like if you live in a world where there's no land, eventually humanity disappears or, <laughs> or we become weird aquatic gill people like Kevin Costner, right? Like, like in Waterworld, Kevin Costner had gills. So maybe that's where this world is going, <laughs> right? They get gills. Uh, so, you know, the other funny thing about this is that if, if if you've seen Game of Thrones, you'll you'll recognize one of the actors in this. So so the sort of evil guy, the the guy that, you know, decides that uh, his mission is more valuable than human life. Uh, that guy is uh, the the guy that was the the main uh, right hand man of the the mother of dragons. So. So I forget the name of his character, but in, in, in Game of Thrones, you know, the, the mother of dragons, uh, Daenerys Targaryen, she had, uh, this dude that was kind of hanging out with her the entire time. And at one point she banished him and then he came back. And anyways, he was like, yeah, mother of dragons, high five. Cool. Yeah. You're my, you're my mother of dragons. I would have no other mother of dragons, but you, he, <laughs> that guy, that actor was sort of the main uh, bad guy in this uh, in this particular narrative, and then what's really great is that the porn man's Liam Neeson was like the father of the main character. So, you know the 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 story is this uh, main character, uh, you know, so her dad goes off on a mission to see if a uh, Earth is habitable, and then the daughter of that guy then goes off on mission two to see if the earth is habitable and, and also to find her father. And and the guy that plays her father seriously is like the poor man's Liam Neeson. Like they, like they, they wanted Liam Neeson, but they couldn't afford Liam Neeson. And besides the daughter doesn't look for Liam Neeson. Liam Neeson looks for the daughter, right? Am I right? Liam Neeson is always looking for his daughter. That's like his thing. Right? So how can Liam Neeson be in a role where the daughter looks for him? Uh-huh. Anyways, uh, <laughs> they couldn't afford Liam Neeson. Uh, so they they uh, got this guy instead. And he was the poor man, Liam Neeson. And, uh, and, and then, uh, you know, yeah. So, you know, she finds her dad. Dad's like, yeah, this other dude's crazy. And blah, blah, blah. Things happen. And, and then the earth is back to the indigenous people which is great i think that's a good narrative don't don't get me wrong on that i just don't know how long they're gonna last without the ability to replenish things right like like it, give us some hope that way please like like at least in water world they find an island right like like that's the big thing is that dry land exists somewhere you know and and then by the end of water world oh dry land you know like <laughs> you know like like you <laughs> i'm sorry but we're land dwelling creatures you know like it's great to say that we could just hang out on boats forever but we can't <laughs> right boats eventually degrade wood rots metal rusts you know we got to find a way to replenish that that's all I'm saying. But other than that, you know, Colony, it was pretty good. It was, it was an interesting world, an interesting premise. I really do like that idea of the world where, like, people live on these sort of floating cities that are meant to be not floating. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like, it would be interesting 
to to see like a kind of a sci-fi world where this actually was sustainable you know so like like what i'm imagining if if this was like the world like so let's say the entire world like floods every so often and and it's like kind of an ocean but then the water drains and then you could kind of walk around on the ocean bed for a while and that's like the natural cycle right like 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 just like this movie let's say that's the natural cycle of the world it'd be interesting to see that there are some sort of things like trees and 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 things that they use to make their boats right so if you think about it like the species that uses boats on this world or the people that are forced to use boats have some sort of thing that they use off the land to make their boats and make their habitation right so that that i think would be very interesting how does that work right and, and there's good precedent like there are what the the mangrove forest right the 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 trees that are out in florida where you know they're half underwater <laughs> you know like like there are trees that can live where half the time they're underwater so you know if if you were in this like scenario where the ocean floods wouldn't there be wouldn't be interesting i guess if there was a tree that like you know it 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 you know does all its growing and collecting the sun and nutrients when the ocean drains but then when the ocean fills up again and it's like you know <laughs> a good hundred feet underwater, whatever <laughs> the amount of water that there was, uh, it just sort of goes on hi hiatus, you know, like, like, like we have trees in the winter, right? Like trees, you know, here <laughs> in the winter, they, they lose all their leaves and they're like, yeah, I'm just going on hiatus for the winter. I'll see you next summer. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, like we have trees that do that. So why couldn't there be trees that do that in this world, you know, where, and and then if they did have trees that that uh, that were able to survive in this world, then I would probably buy it more that there's like nomadic people living on rafts, right? That that, that like oh yeah okay they totally live on rafts because they they get wood from these trees, they build their rafts, and then the ocean floods and <laughs> and they. Uh, live on the rafts when the ocean floods and then when it drains out they walk around scavenging for whatever they could find you know like crabs and stuff that are like oh shit the ocean drained again i'm gonna have to get grabbed by a human <laughs> you know so they they find crabs and sea life that is normally inaccessible to them right so i i you know i could see that i could totally see that but we need a source of their material like we like we need to know where their rafts are coming from because that that that's exactly what i thought of like oh man that's gonna suck when they're <laughs> the wood starts rotting on the rafts you know what i mean <laughs> like, like you could treat wood sure it will last a long time but eventually everything rots right so like yeah like what are you gonna do then <laughs> you don't got a raft you don't got a forest where you can go and make a new raft so you're kind of screwed, you know, and, and, and once again, the the premise of a hundred years, 200 years in the future, that's a long time to last without replenishing resources. I mean, you know, that's, that's, you know, climate, uh, change narrative 101, uh, <laughs> the resources are limited on our own planet. You know, we don't have unlimited of everything. Uh, we can't just mine things, <laughs> take 
as many trees as we'd like, take as many fish as we'd like. I mean, we, we, we've seen environmental collapses before, like cod is a great example, the, the fish cod, right? So the populations of cod uh, around, I think, Canada, like, were at one point <laughs> a, a risk of losing them entirely, right? Because we were fishing them faster we were we were fishing faster than they could reproduce right luckily some scientists came in and said holy crap you're fishing them faster than you they could reproduce so like cod won't exist if you keep giving you know you keep getting it and 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 then we kind of figured it out we said okay well you know to make sure that we still have cod to fish next season we'll only fish a certain amount so they can reproduce and make more cod right so like, you know, sustainable <laughs> uh, using of the land. It's it's entirely possible, you know. Uh, anyways, uh, yeah. So, yeah, I went into some interesting territory with this review. But, yeah, my initial impressions. Uh, overall, I would say I, I enjoyed watching the movie. I wasn't really bored at any point or you know, falling asleep or whatever, but <laughs> I, I, I would think that that you would enjoy this too, but yeah, there were, there was a couple things on sort of the deeper level that, that just didn't work in the movie, but that didn't mean that wasn't enjoyable, right? So it's totally good. You know, I, I think you do need some critical thinking skills for this movie, but you don't need a lot, right? Like if you have too much, you'll be like, oh, this all falls apart, <laughs> you know, but if you, if you don't have if you have just the right amount, okay, oh yeah, this is good, good premise, it's fun, I like the characters, I think I like the the, the entire kind of sequence and 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 everything, like, like yeah, it, it was a great movie, just, you know, not, not necessarily like some of the, the deeper stuff that we talked about. Anyways, uh, yeah, so that's it, so yeah, uh, go ahead and, and, and give, uh, the uh colony a try on uh netflix all right have a good night and if you see any weird uh ocean draining then uh watch out for people that live there <laughs> because they will because it's earth we live everywhere on earth we figure it out humanity's good that way have a good night